Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Listen, I don't care whatever you're wearing right now, Mack Weldon is better. Mack Weldon is a men's essentials brand that believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. It's so easy to shop on there. It's simple. Heck, it's right in the sentence before that you just said, Matt. I know. Matt, I can't really figure out heads or tails how to shop online without uh, someone really easing me through it. And Mac Weldon's website is just that. It's an easy shopping experience. They're a friend of the show, so much so that they even make a polo called the Vesper Polo. So all you Bond heads out there, go over to MacWeldon.com and pick one up. They even have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, which means they eliminate odor. So when you're sweating, when Bond is uh, doing things like running away from villains or chasing uh, 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 villains, running towards or away from villains, <laughs> never and, and you're laterally. Always way yeah, from or, or two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're worried you're going to sweat and, and might stink. Well, guess what? The silver underwear is the thing for you. They want you to be comfortable. So if you don't like your first pair, you can keep it. Who wants your old underwear? They don't. And they will still refund you. They uh, don't even want your first underwear's money. Boy, but I feel like if I do that, Matt, they're going to ask a lot of questions. Let me let me get to the next bullet point on this ad. Yeah. No questions asked. What? That's crazy. Just go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off using promo code BONDING. Plus, it helps this show. Oh, someone should help the show. <laughs> And he strikes like Thunderball. <laughs> Welcome to James Bonding. My name's Matt Gorley. My name's Matt Myra. We are uh, really kicking off Thunderball with a great couple of guests. Fan favorites. Yeah, I think maybe fan all-time favorites possibly well i mean yeah. no i agree yeah you know, maurice uh, is is slowly catching up with you guys yeah. but uh you know well all, he does a all great of Orson our Wells guests are beloved i don't mean to to rank them but we will do a special uh, guest them. ranking my wife episode. is the lowest no. uh, <laughs> today we have a double episode crossover event Last week, you may have noticed that we did a special crossover event with Amanda Lund Gorley and Maria Blasucci Gorley with their <laughs> podcast, The Big Ones, where they um, discuss the big moral dilemmas of human history. And we did a crossover with Vesper Lynn's moral dilemma. And today they're here to join us to talk about Thunderball. Hello and welcome back to the show. Hey guys. Thanks for having us. <laughs> We're so happy to be here. Again. So you've done Casino Royale, License to Kill, 
Goldfinger, and now Thunderball. Yeah. Yes, and we have a lot to say, oh and we're God. not holding back. We, uh, <laughs> we should probably try to get them on for every movie by the time we're done with this podcast. I know, it's which, only right. Who I mean, who knows when we're done with this podcast? Yeah. This is Matt's ploy just to get me to watch these movies with him. <laughs> it is, because I have to say, that, that puts us right into Thunderball, because as you know, if you're a regular listener to this program, Matt and I have, have a troubled past with Thunderball. Yeah. It can be a little overlong. And I'm telling you, the way to watch a Bond movie, bad or good, Mm -hmm. drunk, drunk (laughs) on a Friday night with your spouse or loved one or a close friend or whatever, just that's the way these movies are meant to be watched. You, Mm -hmm. You sit back on the couch. It's not on your computer. I mean, it was a good time. And I also hadn't seen this movie since last we watched it. He's describing all the ways in which I did not watch this movie. <laughs> I know, but I'm I saying like... I watched it on a computer by <laughs> oh, myself. No. You gotta like do yourself PM. the favor of like... Really what it is is self-romance. You gotta give yourself the time, put your phone away, and just sink into your life with a little bond mixed in. And man, it makes even a movie like Thunderball so enjoyable. Well... I will say that when I saw the 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 timeline and it said two hours and ten minutes, yeah. I said that can't be right. This movie must be three hours long. It feels, I don't know. Anyway, that's just my experience. Yeah, this. and in all honesty, we did fall asleep during it last night and then had to re finish watching it this morning. All right. That, wow, that right. the truth comes out. <laughs> so you didn't watch it all last night. You watched it on a couch, half asleep. Well, I saw you guys have the couch constructed in full mm-hmm. sleep while watching a movie mode. Well, yeah. You yeah. brought we, the footrest over. We plugged the bench ottoman into the <laughs> L-shaped couch, which just makes it this giant plateau of coziness. It's nice. But then again, I will say, even though we finished it this morning, that was just as enjoyable. <laughs> yes, sure. And Maria, how did you watch the film? Well, I watched it around... Six o'clock in the evening mm-hmm. on Prime. the couch. Prime. Prime. Um, now, my boyfriend was there, but he was kind of in and out of the room mm. um, doing something in the kitchen. And there was a. The first thing that happened was me going, What? You've got to come see this. And he came in for the jetpack scene, and I had to rewind it for him. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Amanda was quite I blown away by that, it. too. I said, this can't be real. <laughs> it I can't said. be real. I made him come in and see it with his own eyes. So what, what was so astounding about that? Because as a kid, I don't remember being That's what he said. He was like, what? Those were, those were were That's an actual thing. Well, first and of all. And it's a James Bond movie. And I was like, okay, well, I wasn't expecting. That was the last thing I thought was going to yeah. happen. I thought jetpacks were like unicorns. Corns. Yeah. Endangered oh, well, species. Th- yeah, they're not practically ever really used, yeah. but they did invent them. And I think that's about all you can do is go up and come back I, well, down. Well, I think that's cool. They should make that more of a thing. Well, whenever you need to leap over a cathedral with a stag on the roof what was that his place? danglers his that. little leg danglers <laughs> yeah <laughs> he went up and his just little legs dangled i know well you know anytime bond puts on a helmet something good's gonna happen because <laughs> right. yeah. he knows like even uh, though i'm bond i should wear a helmet for this there was some story i know we probably talked about it before where either the stuntman had to wear a helmet or he didn't look enough like the stuntman but originally they didn't want bond wearing a helmet when he right did but the, the stunt guy was like i I'm not, I can't do this without a helmet. Because so. I believe those jetpacks were really unpredictable and dangerous. <laughs> I believe as, it. Yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is why we're not currently, we don't have apps where we can just Uber over a jetpack. Oh, like, that would be cool. I bet if you had some cool. like leg, um, leg armor so that if you did fall, you wouldn't break your legs. That I yeah. think people would be able to. to but what wear about it. the rest of your body? Well, your legs, but if your leg armor, like if you 
got a big box around your body, like a big. Uh, I think yeah. I'd worry about um, falling jetpack first into the ground and causing an explosion with jet oh, fuel. Yeah. yeah, but I see what you're saying. If you had like leg armor with shock absorbers, yeah, it's like moon shoes, like Nickelodeon moon shoes. <laughs> yes, I thought you meant leg bands. armor in case your dangling legs knock into something <laughs> while you're in air. <laughs> Why has uh, Elon Musk not gotten onto like personal jetpacks? It seems like something he could pull off. I don't know. He did the flamethrower. Yeah, that's right. I almost ordered one. Oh my god! What's I a flamethrower? He, it's, he's it's a flame selling flamethrowers. He's selling like flamethrowers out of his garage or what? Where <laughs> uh, get him? Almost essentially, like he just uh, decided to make one. Like I don't know, and then he sold how many? Like two thousand of them. Oh, it's a limited edition. I didn't yeah, even like two thousand. He's every nerd's dream. How much are they? They were like seven hundred bucks, and I almost that's did it. it. And then I was like, I mean, not that that's then much I really was like expensive, but I would the, think this would be the most impractical purchase I've made. Well, what do you? Where do you use it? I would literally only be able to use it to like light the fire pit, but which it, I guess would be funny if people yeah, were around, and I was like, true. hang on, I'm gonna light the fire okay. pit, and I'd get my flamethrower. Uh, yeah. I think it's worth it. All right, that's eh, too late now. All right, <laughs> they're all sold out. Are they? God. Well, just from the the first opening shot of this movie with the little dots coming across that opens every Bond mm-hmm. movie. The music still really does it for me, you know? Like, just hearing that, bam, that never gets that, old. Is, is this finally Connery doing the gun? Yeah, I think this is okay. his first time. Because before this, when you see Bond shoot at the camera, uh-huh. it's been the stuntman, this little uh-huh. short guy in a hat that's supposed to be Bond. <laughs> I do... I, how many gloffs do you have for this? I only have one. I have like four gloffs. What's a really? glop again? It's a Gorley's lookout for this. Yeah, just <laughs> a special right. moment. That's yeah. right. I remember that. Yeah, and you can have malofts or a loft, <laughs> which is an actual word. Wow. A loft. A loft. Oh, I have my set of notes. I took notes. I yeah. did as well. Okay, can I just say something that was in my head the whole time? Yes, mm-hmm. please. I just kept thinking, and I don't know what it is, but what's Dragon Ball Z? It's a Japanese anime cartoon. Okay, because every time I thought Thunderball, at first I'd, my oh. mind would say Dragon Ball. Wow. Oh, and I just wanted to get that out there. I want you guys to be aware. Two, I would two watch totally different Thunderball Z. Yeah. Thunderball Z. Yeah, now, do you guys predict that we need to put any kind of um, warning ahead if we're going to talk about power kissing or anything? No. Because remember last time in Goldfinger, there was some uh, drama... Right. Sure, I will trigger warning. Sure, Power kissing is going to be mentioned. Yeah. Air on the side of a trigger warning. Yeah. Well, let's just say, like, if you're a triggered person, why are you listening to this podcast? Uh-oh. I mean, it's about Bond. Should we put a warning it's in for about, that right okay, now? I'm going to trigger warning Maria talking about trigger warnings. But it's about James Bond. Why are you listening to a James Bond podcast if you are if you can't hear that he power kisses? Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say this crosses a line from power kiss to a molestation. Well, I have, I, yeah. well, I have something to say about that uh, health club scene. Okay, so we will get to we'll that. Get Just to that. be yes. pre-warned that if you are sensitive to these kind of things, this will be discussed yeah. with sincerity but also you know we yeah. will we'll... i don't know if you're not if you're still listening to this and you, you you've been triggered you you deserve it you've been triggered you've been triggered <laughs> i don't know there's plenty Amanda why not maria are back with a pass oh, you can go listen to the the don't car talk to the big ones if you're yeah so go sensitive. listen to car talk if you don't uh, want to listen talk about power kissing. Car talk. what if you're triggered by car talk yeah well then that's <laughs> another thing then you gotta go to car then talk. you gotta go talk to someone yeah um in the car but uh, this 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 opening scene here at the funeral, 
Um, do you think oh we're supposed God. to? Do you think we're supposed to think that JB is for James Bond? Yeah, it's just a quick little like, yeah. ooh, what is this? Okay. You know. And, and what does it stand for? I re- the, what's his name? His French name, I forget. Oh. It's yeah, Colonel Je- Javert. He's just a specter agent that yeah. died, right? Okay, and then but he's not uh, really pretty high, dead. isn't he? Number six. <laughs> yeah, not bad. That punch of the the veiled woman was so funny. <laughs> yeah. So was that was there a man playing the veiled woman not the entire time? No. Okay. <laughs> so they're they're really trying to fool you, and it isn't until his his veil gets ripped off that it's actually played by a man. That that makes sense. That's a pretty brutal fight. Oh my god! Everything yeah. in that room gets decimated. Yeah. Like that tapestry he pulls down and covers the guy with, which is an intelligence test for dogs to see how quickly they can get their head out of that. Oh, is it <laughs> you really? know when you cover it? You're supposed to cover a dog with a towel, uh-huh. and then uh, as, if the dog gets out of the towel quickly, it's supposed to be a sign of a greater intelligence on a dog. Wow. And you're supposed to do this? Yeah, it's, it's something you can do. And how does that work? My for dog humans? just like hunkers down and just like relaxes with the towel. I don't know if that's intelligence. That may be a sign of higher intelligence. Of like, I recognize coziness when I've got it. <laughs> I would stay under. The dog is a is a pure cozy animal. Yeah. Uh, but this, yeah, the fire poker, man, it's just like a brutal fight, right? Right, that would hurt. And this, this has got this movie is maybe the Bond movie with the most speed tapestries. Tapestries. There are quite a bit of tapestries, but also like the undercranked camera, which speeds everything up. There's quite a bit of that. It's like they were making up for all the slowed down underwater stuff by speeding the rest up. (laughs) They were like, oh, if we run this at regular time, the movie's going to be nine and a half hours. Why didn't they just speed up the underwater stuff? (laughs) I know. I think I don't know, but this this is. Maybe next to Honor Majesty's Secret Service and Quantum of Solace, I didn't realize how frenetic the editing was in this film. And it's like Peter Hunt really coming into what he would later do, but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like You Only Live Twice is this way. And I wonder if this is like Terrence Young, the director, working with Peter Hunt, as opposed to Lewis Gilbert, who's mm-hmm. like, no, just ease it out a little bit more. Because it's really choppy and strangely edited. Yeah, you're right. This is the most adjusted for inflation. This is the most uh, successful James Bond film. Wow. Didn't Highest box Skyfall office. never overtook this? No. Mm. Wow. This was like, if adjusted for inflation, it's made like one and a half billion dollars. Jeez. It was big, guys. It was big. Wow. And there's a jetpack in it. Yeah. So do you guys want to give your general thoughts on the movie? Was it a success for you? Or was it an oddity? Or was it not good? Or I thought... And I know this is going to be strange, but I thought it was really good. Oh, I love it. Great. Well, I liked it better than Goldfinger, to be honest. And I understand that the fight scene at the end went on maybe like 30 minutes too long. (laughs) (laughs) And or it just it did drag toward the end. But I had more fun with the story Mm. in this Mm. one, I felt. And there was just kind of like, I don't know. It seemed a little more fun to Mm. me. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed it. You're a thunderhead. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Uh, Amanda, what did you think? Um, I also liked it. I love the setting, the tropical setting. I love seeing people in the 60s in their bathing suits because I can't... swimming pool is where it's at. Yes, and I can't wrap my head around people's figures. Uh, Again, I know I've mentioned this on the (laughs) podcast before. Were our bodies different back then or were that was just the ideal body type so those are the people getting cast? I don't need an answer. I just want to put that out there. (laughs) Um, But I I liked the movie. I had some trouble actually following the storyline. I don't know if it's because I had had some scotch. I will say this is the clearest... um, 
storyline viewing of this movie I've ever had. Yeah, I think okay. it's clear. But we also, we did have a couple of drinks and we did watch it in two parts. Mm. So maybe that's part of it. Yeah. And I liked um, some of the female characters, but they did all look exactly oh the God, same Oh my God, exactly the same. They, <laughs> they did. Oh, they really? put a mole on yes, that woman? Yes, they did look at the same. Did they put a mole on that woman so, so that you could you could tell the difference Which between... one? His friend? On Claudine Auger, On yeah, Domino? Yeah, on Domino. Because I, I thought so. she was the one that got killed like a scene earlier. Yeah. I know. Yeah, They totally. look exactly totally. the same. You're, and the redhead right. looked like them as well. But she has yeah. red hair. Wait, which one was the redhead? The Fiona bad, the Volpe. naughty here's one. The, with here's the, the problem, though. Well, they all had James red Bond. hair. Both of their hair at many times is wet. And when their hair's wet, they look like the same person. Mm. And Domino's hair had red undertones. Yeah, yes, it, it made did. me angry it how it much it, they looked alike. Like, just get a get a blonde. blonde. I do have a thing where I don't remember what Claudine Auger looks like when I'm not watching the movie. But yeah. but Fiona Volpe, now, va, va, voom. Wait, I always you can see her. a difference oh, between yeah. the two? Well, I just find Fiona Volpe... Her performance, her character, everything to be... She's one of my favorite Bond girls. Just the way she kind of commands those men around. And she... Yeah. She's just a... Oh, I just love her. Does he meet her first when he she picks him up after he goes... Does he meet yeah, he first? does meet her before Domino. Wait, before Domino? Mm-hmm. Wait, no, he doesn't. The guy who... When he comes out of the water and then he hitchhikes and he gets... That's into the, Domino. That's... Yeah. No, 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 it's not yeah, Domino. It is Domino. No, it's it not because no, she's not wearing Domino. the Spectre ring. That's Fiona Volpe. Wait, we're talking about two different things. In the things. Mustang. When he comes out of the water, Oh, no, and she's talking about in the water. Oh, when his boat breaks down yeah, and he hitchhikes. That's, that's Domino. That's what I thought you meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he yeah. meets Domino first, and then the, the Spectre one. Oh, that happens before the is Mustang this the, Is this the movie where Bond needs the most rides? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it really is. He's forever hitching a ride. Yeah, uh, I did like when he, when he jumped off that. <laughs> I know. When, when he jumped off that boat, or when he went to her boat, Domino's boat, and he went, "You can catch a service boat back." And then the other agent just goes, "Yeah, why not?" And lifts her hand. Yeah, like that. That's that's like, guys. yeah. Paulina. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I do want to say before, now that we're in the NASA stuff, I just want to say the stuff at the clinic, mm. uh, or the sanatorium. What are we calling this? What is it? It's yeah, a health club. A respite. Health. Wellness spa. A wellness, wellness center. center. We'll call it a wellness center. Yeah. It's the golden door of, yes. Uh, yes. of James Bond. Yeah. And uh, I kind of wish that the entire movie took place there. And it was just Bond and that other guy. Just, oh, no. Just not Playing killing each other, each but other. just like, like turning up knobs. Nothing I like they're that. doing really is going to kill each other. Yeah. Like, that's right. I also, I still don't understand, like, watching. I, we must have said this in the last uh, viewing of this movie, but when James Bond is in the traction device, it really, why not let go? <laughs> why no, not? his hands, his are, hands strapped. are buckled. No, his too. hands are strapped, but there's so much slack on those straps. Oh, yeah. Like, it's He'd just get like, a break. let go, you're fine. Right. And then the other guy, too, like, it's it, turning up the heat in a sauna, in a tiny personal sauna, is going to do nothing but make him uncomfortable. It'd probably make his skin really burning. He, he might his, lose a little weight. I don't think he's going to die. He, no. His insides wouldn't burn away? No, he's not, his insides are going to be fine. Which is why I think the whole movie should them be constantly trying right. to hurt each other, but mm. not kill each other. Yeah. I would watch that. I did not like seeing Bond tied to that contraption. It was so undignified and unattractive. <laughs> yeah. Just to see him being such a large man being wiggled around like that. In fast that. motion, too. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was just so... I didn't... It wasn't a turn-on for me. Well, my big thing was, why did any of those knobs go up so high? That's true. Why did anything need to ever be turned up that high? <laughs> if it's dangerous, why yeah. does it That's exist? That's a great question. Like, why would anyone need to be going that fast on a, 
on a spine stretcher or be that hot in yeah. a little sauna thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think there's a lot to talk about with the spa, but I, there's a couple things before that I want to talk about. For instance, and this is one we discussed, I think, at length last time, but when Bond comes down from the jetpack, gets back in his car and shoots the water cannons. Yeah. That's great. I just, I, I never cease to marvel at the fact that one of the bad guys is nowhere in the line of the fire of the water. And when it happens, he still does a, a like a move like he's being knocked back and then scooches over into the line of the fire of the water. And that to me... Are you commending his background acting? I'm or? just commending like that's that's the take they took. That's there was nothing magic. better. There's a couple There's a couple mystery takes in here. I also I don't like... I love the, it. I, I have no idea. Like to have that much water in the Aston Martin, <laughs> yeah, there a lot. should be there. There would be nothing in that car but water, and like, it's got to be slowing the car down. Yeah, and to like be spraying that high a pressure, and then like, did they just make it water so that they could go to the opening credits and be like, "This is Thunderball. It's all underwater." I think that may be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and I, yeah, it was just kind of like a um, foreshadowing. Yeah, <laughs> I think I may actually have More like a uh, bore shadowing. Wow. <laughs> Another gloft. Hold on. Wait, you can't just come up with gloss on the well, fly. Well, it's one that I wrote down, but I'm... Hold on. Keep talking. And My I'll, boyfriend okay. said he had that Aston yes. Martin toy mm-hmm. car where the thing lifted up the bullet shield. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The bullet shield was a good idea. It's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Except you can't see through it. This is a problem. Why did uh-huh. they have bulletproof glass like a bank? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bank That's... tellers have very yeah. thick plexi. If you're going yeah. to weigh the car down with 700 gallons of water anyway... Mm-hmm. Right. Might as well put bulletproof That's glass true. in there. I got a gloft. All right. When right, you go is. to the big Spectre meeting in the beginning, and mm-hmm. uh, Blofeld is meeting with all his numbers, one through ten or whatever, yeah. number five mm-hmm. is Grady from The Shining, the caretaker, the past caretaker in the bathroom that like yeah. killed his family, and he's the, the colonel from Temple of Doom. Wow. Man, yeah. you know, we talked about that in the last one. Did we? Yeah, I have my oh, own shit. <laughs> It's crazy how much stuff from Thunderball was taken for Austin Power. Yeah, That's what I noticed too. That. Yeah. yeah. Like it's very a lot the sharks. Well, if you look at the, the two, cat, yeah. You should see you only live twice. Yeah, That's exactly. Even more. And these are the two in order, 65 and Five. 66, right? Or 67 uh, maybe? I don't know. I feel like they were going in they were going every year by that point. I think it was 65 and 66. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that is like right. such the wheel. Everything from those two movies is in Austin Powers. That's yeah. crazy. Like the bald mini Blofeld from You Only Live Twice is Doctor Evil. He's bald, has a scar, and a cat. Um, my I have my first gloft of the movie. Here. Okay. Um, when Bond is going to uh, f- see the body get wheeled in of the pilot, yeah, and he's like, he puts on that long sleeve uh, polo shirt. Look at the sleeve roll. It's the highest sleeve roll in the history of oh, cinema. Oh, I just thought that was a short I, sleeve. No, oh. it is not. The wow. sleeves are rolled past the bicep. He pulls them up that far. You've oh. never seen a sleeve roll that How high. How uncomfortable. be specially made for sleeve rolling. Yeah. Or I guess their shirts were had larger arms back then, too. Now, I have something to say. Um, <laughs> Did I mention my wife is from the 40s? <laughs> uh when after Bond um, seduces, seduces being a really generous word, the uh, health spa worker, yeah. and then we see him rubbing her down with what is referred to as a mink okay, glove. Yes, your, your question is, now, how do you get one yes, of those? It did look like it felt good. It looked like it felt amazing. But was that a thing? It must have been. I feel like that was 
a thing at the spa. One of the treatments. I but think, why would that go blood. away? Oh, I don't know. I don't know that it. Well, mink, first of all, would probably go away because yeah. so you, you know. could get a fake mink. I don't want a synthetic mink rubbing my body all over. Hold on, I'm gonna see if we if can. That's <laughs> happening to me. That's uh, gotta be real. Find... Did you notice though when he gets her into the shower? After, by the way, she's yes. worried for her job, and he says, yeah. "Well, I won't tell anyone if yeah. we have sex in the shower right now." I know he blackmails her. She has no underwear on. Wow. She, and that's but not like, sanitary. it's crazy to me that like he takes off her dress and then she's totally naked. That's like maybe gloves. her. What? Full skin Rex Chinchilla Love Massage Mitten <laughs> One Piece. Amazon.com $69.90. Wait, it's real chinchilla? Full skin mink love massage mitten one piece, ninety nine ninety. Three stars, Amazon.com. Please read some of the reviews. Why only three okay. stars? So why only three stars? Let's get to the bottom of that. Now, normally I would only be okay with fur if it were vintage, but with a mink sex glove, I think you gotta buy that new. <laughs> I think you're probably right. Oh, no. I think you're right. For uh, review, two stars for smaller hands, not as big and fluffy as I thought it should be for the money. What can I say? Wife loves it. Five stars. Wait, and it's only for men to ru- to rub their wives. With. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, women can rub rub their wives. Oh, here's too. a double sided mahogany mink love massage mitten, one it's piece, one ninety five. But why is it a love massage mitten? I think because you're supposed to. I don't know. Caress it around your naked body. Uh. Four stars. This mitten gives a very luxurious and relaxing caress massage when used in the right direction. That is, moving it from the heel of the palm first to the direction of travel. Otherwise, you will be rubbing someone the wrong way. I don't think I would like that. I like skin on skin with a massage. If there was ever another Mm. kind of glove that could be used in any direction, that would be even better. Five stars. This is nice. Five stars. Girlfriend loves it. Uh... CBS Fox version of the uh, of of Thunderball omits the scene immediately after Bond traps Lipe in the sauna where Bond is massaging Pat uh, with the mink glove. Oh. Wow, but they probably keep in the scene where he forcefully kisses her against oh, her sure. will. A scene yeah. where Bond yeah. receives a massage uh, from Fearing was shot but not used in the film and replaced by the scene where Bond gives the massage. Oh, hmm. that, see, that's nice because that, they realized that was a little yeah. too far and then they had to show her being I will it. say her performance was... Uh, uh, her, I, I did not know what her objective was. Like, I think that she m- made... It was not easy to see what she wanted in that scene. Uh-huh. Like she, because as soon as he almost dies, first of all, she doesn't even like care that much. She's like, oh my God, you could have almost died. Please don't tell my boss. And his back doesn't even really hurt that much. And then, and then she like turns on a dime to be like, oh no, no, no. To like, yes, let's like get it on. Yeah. She's the Mona Lisa smile of assault victims. Yeah. It really is like if she would have played it one way or the other, but it was very much like, well, wait, I don't get it. Do well, you- I think they were trying to make her kind of like a stern Swedish masseuse you know that kind of you know someone who was like kind of angry and you know she didn't um, seem it and then she was like and then when they they show him in bed together it's like oh she wanted it the whole time it's interesting because I was telling Amanda that this film is remade as Never Say Never Again with Sean Connery in 1983 for a long story why it happened but this scene in that one 
he seduces this woman a little more delicately. Like she comes in and she's like, you need to stick to your diet. And he opens up this like picnic briefcase of caviar and vodka and all this stuff. And she's like, I can't resist. Yeah, that would get me caviar and vodka. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't like how he looped his big arms around. No, no, that was weird when they were looking at the x-ray. It was just not sexy. I mean, it was just like, and also really aggressive. So I don't actually consider this power kissing i know that this is controversial but i think that this is goes beyond power kissing into true assault true assault (laughs) yeah yeah although i do feel he was picking up on something because of the way not giving no because of the way she acts afterwards the way she acts afterwards is like she wanted it the whole time so what i'm saying is if she would have played it a little differently up front no no you're victim blaming i'm not victim blaming she wasn't a victim she wasn't a victim she loved it no 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 she did not here we go you gotta cut this (laughs) why i'm not saying she i'm just saying at the end the way she played it i'm not saying like victims aren't i don't think it's the way she played it. i think it's the way the men wrote it yeah okay that's fine but she but but i'm just saying it's odd when it's like one scene she's like no 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 and then the next scene it's like oh thank god but that's the problem with these movies but that's what's like sex that people they're trying they think that's sexy like that well that's also the problem with these movies is that you're right it's written by men and they in their world it's like all you need to do is conquer a woman and she will love you right yeah so that's that's what's Okay, well, then that's into like a sick male fantasy of like any woman wants it. And of course, they're going to say no, but that's just like. And then he's running out of there with his suitcase. And she's like, you're going to call, right? I know. Right. It's the same thing with Goldfinger. Like she is physically restraining him and he physically conquers her. And then it's supposed to be believed that all he has to do is do his magic kiss. But in that one, at least there was a little more sexual energy up top before he swooped in and got her. But I do think the woman in this one, the wellness clerk, she turned once she got caressed with that mink glove and then she was you know I think the actress was really into I'll it I'll tell you what's interesting <laughs> any man or woman I was watching this movie glove. and this is the first time I was like watching it and then he does that and I was just like and then she's like Mr. Bond behave yourself and I was like thinking to myself I'm like what's her home life like what if she it's has a good. fiance and what or, if she's like right. Not good anymore. Well, yeah, no. certainly it's ruined. Not. Now that she wants to talk to Bond all the time. I know. Well, now yeah. she wants that mink rub down every night. She can't sleep with her husband. It. Can't afford that mink. R- glove By the down. way, the James Bond lifestyle website that tells you all the clothes and Ooh. gadgets and whatnots. They have a link to that exact mink glove. If you'd like to purchase it, you can go to oh, minkglove.com. Oh That's how much is it? Uh, I don't know. I didn't do the click through. Wait, it's that exact uh, glove. Amanda used in won't the movie? want it. She not said she one, doesn't want a vintage. I, not, yeah. not the prop. Okay. But like the same company. Mm. Love the Oh, day. gross. Ew. Look at the sight. There's a black and white blonde woman yeah. that actually looks like the skater from For Your Eyes Only with red mink gloves covering her naked breasts. Yeah. Uh, we don't. I, I didn't even know this world existed. I didn't either until now. Because I didn't really process it. Two hundred dollars to $300 for the chinchilla massage no. glove or the mink i have like a uh a, a glove that uh Whoa. has like this microfiber on it but it's just for car washing oh yeah 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 so, but it's similar yeah this is wonder weird. how that would feel yeah this, use it on your wife sight. tonight come in there and go honey dory there's something <laughs> also about the like site itself the website construction oh, poorly, that yeah. just feels you know they real could use square space use the promo code bond yeah <laughs> it would be like me rubbing margo all over my body which, yeah, well, that's you that basically do. I do do that. I put my face in her belly all the time. Yeah. It does feel really good. Okay. It's, I I wish I I like it when the Bond girl like a uh, money penny. I think is a great example of when Bond can be 
when Bond is fun. Because mm-hmm. when you get someone like that Swedish masseuse who's just kind of like kind of playing it like oh no no it, it is hard to watch when you get someone like money penny when he can say like anything too and she goes right back at him with something then it's like yeah let's have some fun with yeah. this like say all the sexist things you want because she's gonna hit you right back with it mm-hmm. yeah and i think that's the best kind of uh interaction that bond can have i like when he has those girls like when you kind of meet to his match yeah i i here's my question and is this ever explained i like the biggest mystery in this movie for me is where where did Bond's hat go? Hmm? Which hat? Oh, when he, he goes comes in, in right? He yeah. puts the hat on the. He's gonna throw the hat ra- to the hat rack. Oh. Yeah, the hat rack's on this side, right? And he puts it there. He goes in, and then he comes out, and he has a line of dialogue where he says, "I had a hat," and then he walks out. Oh, wow, I, I did not that. notice that. I don't know. That you think that was a B story that got cut? <laughs> <laughs> a full subplot. Like, about like, his hat. But it's such a weird thing to put a line in about I had a hat. You know, it's when M says don't uh <sighs> please don't call me an old man or whatever, the old yeah. man. And I, I that like that scene because M, I think M is like having fun back at Money Penny. Mm-hmm. Um but Bond is like trying to change the subject, going like I had a hat. But yeah. he, and he did have a hat. We saw it clearly, and then it's gone. Why? Well, maybe Oddjob took it and then used it to cut off someone's <laughs> head with it. I was wondering. Yeah, Oddjob came back He's from the back. dead. He's electrified and dead alive. Um, the transition from either that scene to the next or the one after uses a wipe, which I find is really rare in Bond movies. Yes, a, an editing transition wipe. It was weird to see. This, by the way, I really like the plot. Of Thunderball mm-hmm. because it is so simple. It is we're going to steal these two nuclear missiles. We are then going to hold uh, England and the United States hostage for a hundred million dollars in diamonds. It's straight up faithful to the book too. I think that's why it's simple. Yeah, I, it, it, like it's really appealing to me. The fact yeah. that I'm very clear on this plot now. Where's hat when I don't know? But <laughs> <laughs> I also enjoy the fact that Bond is the last person to arrive. And the fact that he's in the seventh seat. Yeah. So it's like 001, 2, 3, yeah. 4, 5, 6, yeah. 7. And he's chided no. for being late. Yeah. Too. He's held everybody up. And I love how they're saying, it, like, don't open until you're told to. So, like, oh, all these adult yeah. spies are like. Yeah. I also loved whoever put those together. Like, I thought that would have been the most fun job of, like, we need these packets to give to all the agents. And then every, oh, yeah. and then you had to photocopy all, like, the pictures. And that person like, money, has to be. Money Penny and two assistants. Yeah. And, well, and that person has to be top level cleared because yeah, they're know. seeing everything. That must yeah. be nice. I would have put, like, a little um, candy in there. Or a little note. Oh. Or some yeah. glitter. Yeah. <laughs> I would have made it nice. I a messy a, opening. Uh, I ordered a cake. A, a guitar cable from Sweetwater Music, yeah, and uh, they sent you. They sent me like a little baggie of candy <laughs> with it, and I was like, "This is a nice thought." Like that's just because that's like what Sweetwater does, or because know. they I don't know. are a podcast I think that's just what No, no, no. I think they do it for everybody for oh, everything you order off nice. of there. Sweetwater taffy. Sweetwater taffy. Let's get to my gloft. I love it. Let's hear in it in the spa. Mm-hmm. Over Bond's shoulder at one point when he's dressing, there's a man in the background dressing, and he's basically wearing Goldfinger's yes! swim leisure suit from Saw the pool that. that you now have. Completely agree with you. I was like, is that Goldfinger? Yeah. <laughs> but he got sucked out of a plane, so he probably didn't no. survive. Have you tried on your Goldfinger no, I haven't. play suit? No. We got to get busted. We got to do that. We got to do a live show again. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I saw that, right? And then the other, the other Gloft that I have 
There's so many glops in this movie. There's a, I really noticed a lot more watch. I paid somehow more attention because I knew I had the ability to fast forward through the underwater scenes. Oh, mm. yeah. Because I knew nothing was happening. And do you I, feel dirty when you do that? No. <laughs> Not when I'm Maybe just trying to get... it's the completist in me. I'm like, I need to... I can't I need to do get, it. But you have to like watch the whole thing to get... to get the whole thing. I can't abide know? by it. I really, no. like, I've put in enough time with these uh, people yeah. who listen to this podcast. Like, I've put in enough time watching these movies and talking about these movies that I think I've earned the right to hmm. scrub through establishing shots of countries I'll never go to and uh, underwater See, scenes. Now, I don't mean long. to contradict you, but this is the way I look at it. Those people have put in so much time listening to our bullshit oh, no, that, that I feel like I owe, owe it, it to them. them. Yeah. Wow. Do you know what I'm going to do? Someday, someone make a supercut of all the non <laughs> non non dialogue parts of James Bond movies, and I will watch the entire oh, thing. Oh no! Careful wow. what you wish for. Yeah. <laughs> the he almost gets to go to Canada. He's going to be sent to Canada. That's remember? right. Oh yeah, almost. And then he decides, no, no, no. Bond has never been to Canada. Oh. Um... Well, we don't know that he's never been. <laughs> But Man's never got in the film. It's like, what could really be sexy there? I know. That's a good question. I think they could find something. Maple syrup. Mm-hmm. That whole. Ooh, they could do a whole James Bond movie about the maple syrup heist. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's as good as gold. <laughs> Lacey comes into M's office. What do you know about maple syrup, James? Well, comes from the. And then they pan over, and there's just a Canadian Mountie who's, who's the, the maple expert? syrup expert. Yeah. Oh god! See? Oh my just god! Yeah, back. maple syrup and is the sexy Bond girl. Right. Fleming maple is syrup. is a public domain in Canada. Oh my god! I'm reading that book. Thank you, Phil Nobile, who oh, sent it Phil to me. Kind enough to and give it's us both really copies. interesting. This is a book because. Bond is now public domain. The copyright expired in Canada. Anyone can do anything with Bond in Canada. So they did a compilation. And it's really interesting. There's one story where Bond goes to hell. It's um, like when Jason Voorhees goes to hell. That's awesome. Yeah. I Can we go to Canada and like make a CBC James Bond television show? I would love it. it can you make something up there? Well, you can only sell it in Canada. Yeah, it wouldn't be able so to be that distributed book is, anywhere. Um, it has to be contraband. filled oh. with Canadian actors, though, so we couldn't be in it, probably. Yeah, that's mm. true. Sorry, guys. We could Canadian s- broadcasting. Oh. Well, what if we made it here but sold it in Canada? I don't know. I don't know if they'd, I don't know if they'd be able to understand it with our accents. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and our lack of apologies. Mm. Uh, okay, he goes to NASA. He plays Baccarat. I'm still not clear on the... Well, hold on. Are we, have we gotten to the point with the face man yet? The man with the no face. Let's talk about. Oh yeah, yeah. That's when she when she when he opened the door and saw himself. My jaw <gasps> dropped. Really? I couldn't believe what I was watching. Craig walked in the room at that point, and my my jaw was on the floor. And he went, "What's going on?" And I said, "I can't believe it." He just opened the door and the exact same person was standing on the other side. See, and all I see is the, the rear, rear projection. Rear projection. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd never seen yeah. anything like it. Wow. So this in, movie still gave you some gooses, huh? Yeah. That's I mean, nice to hear. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I thought for a second I was hoping twins and then... Oh. oh, and then the girl... So the girl who was with the guy is the bad girl. Volpe, yeah. yes. Okay, because I thought that was Domino until oh, no. the end. Domino right. is exactly. the original guy's sister. Right, yes. but I thought it was the same girl because they look exactly the but, same. But that's because Volpe had plastic surgery to look like no. Domino. No, not Volpe. <laughs> no, Marty. <laughs> And That's b- the most plausible explanation. I wonder what that guy looked like beforehand. 
I don't know, but yeah. he spent two years. Two years. Two years, by the way, and then he fucks it up immediately by wearing his hat too far back. And asking yeah, for too much I know. money. Uh, yes. And I then watched... not unbuckling his seatbelt before he gets submerged into water. But then water. I was like, two years for $250,000, two years of your life, and you have to but have a different face. 1965, but maybe he was uglier. I know. It could have been a better face, I yeah. Guess, guess but so. with plastic surgery back then, I'm very curious what all was possible. I'm pretty sure they're doing plastic surgery like the same way these gadgets are, almost kind of like a fantasy thing. Like, well, even today you couldn't pull off well i don't know that woman that wants to look like a cat looks pretty close (laughs) there's that um isn't that tourist with johnny depp isn't that the twist of that movie spoiler spoiler alert alert. oh spoiler alert i don't know trigger warning and spoiler alert for this episode trigger warning spoiler alert i think johnny depp's character (laughs) at the end has gotten plastic surgery to look like johnny depp this is also not the last time they'll do this in a Bond movie Blofeld goes through heavy plastic surgery in a film to look different wow. or, or I guess he has decoys made of himself um, I've watched I watched as a kid Never Say Never again mm-hmm. and Thunderball so many times and I never realized they were the same movie I think I probably only realized it when I read it maybe oh, in that's interesting. college or as an adult in 95 high five era or whatever 1990 high five even though it was 2005 but still I have to say that the casino scene in this movie is maybe my favorite Bond casino scene wow Whoa. ouch more than <laughs> Dr. No or Casino yeah. Royale yeah Huh. Well, certainly more than Casino Royale. Why? Are you kidding? I casino love Royale that. Casino Royale is not a casino scene. What it's are you, just a it's series. The, it's the it's name of series, the movie. It's a series of sit-down poker scenes. It's a casino. It couldn't like, be there's more a casino the movie. The movie is shot in such a way it should practically have a whole camera where we can see everybody's cards as Fine. they're making their bets. Oh, and like, I, lo- I should have commentators commentating wow. on the... Mm, you know, uh, that's the highest stakes of any casino scene in any Bond movie. Warning. Not money. You know how many rupees? No, the stakes are way higher. There's love. There's national security. There's involved. not love at the beginning, though. Oh, the stakes but aren't immediately love. about love. Oh, but that, the stakes don't become yeah, about love until on, until day three of the poker tournament. Still, it's still going. Of the sit down two day like, buy in nine people oh, poker the tournament. The click clack of the the large um the large the oh yes yeah. 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 I would love clack. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Huh? I, I love just, it. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm going tomorrow. I'm gonna I'm, I'll be in Vegas tomorrow. Oh, oh. congratulations! Thank you. I think I I think I will sit down for some baccarat. You should. I think I will go in the morning, um, Monday morning, and be taught baccarat by one of the dealers. You got to. And and show us something online. Put it on a social media. <laughs> you can't use a phone at the table. You can't. They will throw you out. Oh. Wow. So you go and you gamble. And I you... will be gambling tomorrow. Wow. That's nice. I love yeah. to gamble. I'm too nervous to sit down at the tables. <sighs> oh, it's can, it can it's get a, real fun. It's, I really I want to do it. I, we, yeah. we, I want to go to Vegas and I want to learn and sit down at the tables. <laughs> or you sit down at the tables and oh, I stand this, behind no, you. No, no, no. Yeah, we've this, done that. This sounds great. I'm into it. Let's that would do be this. fun. And we can James Bond from Vegas. You're, yeah. oh, oh we my should. God. You can't we bring just a, stay at the you Hilton. You can't bring a, a, yeah. a cam or a phone there, but can you bring a microphone to the table? I oh, to record. You can if they can't see it. That's true. Oh, that's fun. Then oh, but that would be interesting. Out. Well, you can have your phone with you. So what if it's in your like chest pocket and the voice memo is just recorded? Oh, yeah. yeah. We're all recording on our own things and we that's merge them together. Interesting. Yeah. We could do that. So what do you love so much about this casino scene? Yeah. Uh, I like how how 
hot of a run Bond is on, how he <laughs> okay. cannot lose, mm-hmm. how he's pulling one more than yeah, he's not bleeding chips. Blofeld, as as I can, as I understand it to be, uh, a higher score is better in this game. <laughs> uh, Closer to nine without going over. That's when he gets. Why a do nine. I think it's nineteen? It might be as well. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Maurice has tried many times to explain this to me, but uh, it's it's just so classic Bond because he's sitting across from a guy in a white tuxedo with an eye patch. Yeah. yeah. Right. A girl he's trying to bed is behind him, like is behind the eye patch guy, and that's Domino. Yeah, that's her handler or whatever yes. she said. So that's her guardian. her guardian. But really, they're she's his mistress. But she's oh. pretending to be his niece, right? But why mistress if okay, he's I didn't not get married? That. I think because he's so much older. Uh, but also, it's like he's who cares not that back much then? Older, is he? He's got. Well, have how old is she? It's hard to tell with all the sun people were it really back is. then. Well, I can give women you the in the '60s were two ages. Yeah, they were Mary Tyler Moore uh-huh. on the Dick Van Dyke Show. Who, by the way, when she's playing that role, is 22 years old. No, oh my, my God. God, I know it's crazy. Or they are, uh, like, um, God, what's her name? I'm drawing a blank. Uh, in the Poseidon Adventure. Is it Shelly Winters? Shelly Winters. It's like they're either Mary Tyler Moore's age or yeah. Shelly Winters' right. age. Yes, that's, that's so the true. Only two I, just, ages. I feel like everyone looks 40. You're either a young oh. 40 or an old 40. She's yeah. 19 years younger than him in real life. Oh. But I'm confused. Okay, so her brother, who was a good guy. Yeah, who was a NATO pilot. He. Where did she get this guardian from? It's like a sugar daddy situation. But I thought the brother had hired him to, or no, that wasn't, I was under the impression that the brother had hired him to be her guardian, but that's wrong. That is. Oh, maybe that's what, maybe that's what he told her. Yeah. Yeah, but he's using her to get to her brother or they just were like, your brother will work for this thing we're doing. I'm not sure. Very confusing. Yeah, yeah like what's the, the connection? Part. How does the brother come into play? Is that just a coincidence that the brother they use the brother's face, or yeah. he probably got her because the brother had this job that they needed? And right, the, but why would they need her? In well, any most way? likely he would have gone through her to get to the brother. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah but it doesn't seem like he would need to do that because he just sent in Domino. I mean Volpe, Fiona Volpe. Right, like he sent her to woo him. I'd love to see the movie when the when the fake brother doesn't die underwater and he goes back up and then he has to pretend to be the brother with Domino and they like move mm. in together Ooh. and maybe they even fall in love because she's, Ew, no. well no because he's not her real brother and but she he's got his that. face I know but she's but there's something new you about him are attracted to people that look like you yeah who are we well, all are. I am <laughs> no it's just people you're attracted to people who have. We, we do say that well. you and I have the same nose, male and female version. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Agreed. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah. done, both of you. Mm-hmm. And that was the... F- Boy, what does that say about me? But that was one of the first things I noticed about you is how much I liked your nose. But yep. I don't like my own nose. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like you do. I guess so. <laughs> I have to agree with Maria. You like your nose. <laughs> <laughs> how do you know? You guys have not read my nose journal. <laughs> Um, um, okay, so yeah, this casino scene. I, well, you're all we're, da- we're nothing... all entitled to our own casino scenes, right? But I don't. I would just like to for the for the just to state for the record, I don't feel like any of the poker stuff is a casino scene in Casino Royale. 
How could you I don't possibly count it as say a casino it scene. literally takes here's, place in a casino in a movie called Casino Royale? Here's it's why. the thrust of the I action. will say here's why. Here's why. There's no one else on the floor. There are no other games happening around That's them. That's because they're in a private room. I understand that. <laughs> I do not count it. I don't count it. He wants a you would you want, want a, a bustling big, I want a bustling yes, yes. exactly. You want You're a bustling catch casino. I want Isthmus. I want uh, this Nassau casino. Uh-huh. I want um, a lot of people roaming around uh, with the Famke Johnson scene. I, th- like, there's a well, lot. I of understand great casino that, scenes. but I, I think that. it's implied that that exists somewhere in Casino Royale. Yeah, but we, we never see it. We, we see never it. see it. You don't see it when they go to the bar. There aren't other tables in the background or anything. I feel like there aren't. You guys have I seen the movie the, more than I have. The bar is the, the end it's of the road. The yeah, they yeah. don't. I don't know. I, I it never bothered me, but you know, I'm not. I, I don't know what to say to you. Yeah, Matt, I think you're gonna catch <laughs> yeah. hell for this, and rightly so. Guys, I love two things: casinos and James Bond. Yeah. So yeah. I think I am yeah. the foremost expert on casino scenes in James Bond movies. So you're calling yourself not a lover, but an expert on casino on casino scenes, scenes in James Bond. Casino movies? scene in the one where James Bond um, is in. Is it Macau or something? Oh, yeah. That's Skyfall? a casino? Yeah. That's a good casino scene. That's a great scene. casino I might scene. say that that is a very good Which casino one is that But he doesn't really... He plays one hand, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's like walking around and stuff. You want to see him just going table to table, just I throwing his hand just, in. Yeah, I want to yeah. see him just scooping up chips left yeah. and right. Yeah, yeah I hear like that. If you read the beginning, like the first chapter of Casino Royale, the book, Yeah. The first chapter is just about roulette. Like it's literally just about him playing roulette. Yeah. Explains his betting method. What I is also his betting method. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. We should know. All right. He splits his money. He splits his bet between the first twelve numbers and the last twelve numbers. That, For what reason? Uh, he's got a. He's got better chances on that. Those. Those. If you hit on either of those, they pay two to one. So he's always right. going to be scooping more money than he's putting out. Hmm. And then occasionally, when he's feeling saucy, he'll go odd and even. But he'll never give a particular number? No. Mm. Wow. But I have used his method in casinos and done okay. Mm. Bless you. Well, you're, you're an expert on casino scenes. Yeah. What are you an expert on? I'm an expert on, on wigs. And this is the worst James Bond toupee of any movie. Oh. Wow. Now, people may argue and say diamonds are forever. Is but and I, I will just... say no, because that kind of weaves in a little gray it's kind of it looks like a man of that age this one is so helmety and lego headed that i just think it's the worst one but you think that was going off the style of hair at that point because this possibly beetles possibly and Mm. and you only live twice is is a close second but i think this one too because they're dealing a lot with underwater scenes and probably they either have to refresh or have a bunch of toupees on hand or they're reusing it after it's been in the salt water i don't know now, I have something to say about James Bond, the way he looks in yeah. this. And just try and keep an open mind. Okay. But to trigger me... Warning or... Trigger warning. To me, in this movie, James Bond looks exactly like Carrie Mulligan. <laughs> That's right. You said oh, that twice. What? He could twice. be... not Carrie Mulligan's gorgeous uh, and a woman, but he could be her father. But his face, his lips... His eyes, how they're... Could you pull up a picture, sure. please? I would just like I to... think they have the exact same features. Wow. Wow. So maybe she could play the next Bond. <gasps> oh, I actually um, think she would be she good. She could be good. She was quite good in that Collateral miniseries. Yes, I'm going to bring up very good at Connery actually, look first. Up. Yes, it was, it was okay. She was good, though. Oh, I was can kind of see it. She's very a natural face, which I appreciate in an actress. Yes. Natural. I see it a little bit with the mouth. 
They have this the kind the of nose. like the long, the wide, kind of thinner mouths. Well, maybe they could play father and daughter in something. That's interesting. They have the same face. I th- I felt the whole time I was watching mm. Thunderball, I was watching Carrie Mulligan as Bond. And she did a good job. Yes, she did a great job. Show Maria. Yeah, I'm going to pull up some proper pictures here. Let's see. I guess yeah, so. I wish yeah. she did more. Carrie yeah. Mulligan. She yeah. probably also wishes the same thing. I don't know because she got married and has a kid and I think she's very happy. In her... Did you see Collateral? No. Oh, that's this BBC murder series. I gotta series. see it. That's her latest thing. She's really good in she it. She was in Mudbound, which I saw. Yeah. She's great in that. Yeah, she's doing enough, but you mean movies. Here oh, you go. she's in Collateral right now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I see it. I mean, they've got the same... It's kind of the droopy little eyes. Not, not, and I yeah, mean that no, in no, 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 yes, yeah. of course. They're the eyes that kind of are, you know, um, the round puppy dog eyes. Yeah, I think they could play father and daughter for sure. Who are those girls? That's the three women of Thunderball. I mean, look at that. They all look the same. No, uh, no. They are exactly they all, the same they face. They all held no. the hands for a photograph. That's Who's adorable. the one on the left? The other agent? Martine Beswick. And she's actually in, uh, what is she in? From Russia with Love, I believe. She's um oh she uh, one, of the uh, one of the gypsy dancers yeah one of the belly dancers Mem- remember Marty yeah. when we watched from Russia with Love the two gypsy fighters yeah she that's oh this oh girl. good that's nice they bring her back well then she dies she right. kills herself cyanide oh, oh that's right yeah she's that a good was agent. Uh, that she's was wait a good agent. what she's yeah. a good agent they mentioned she killed herself with cyanide they when had, they have they the pillow they capture her in the in the chair right and. Uh-huh. I guess while they were out of the room, she took her cyanide pill. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Which is under her back left molar. <laughs> right. Wow. Under it, huh? Yeah. You flip up a little container? They, yeah, they have. I'd be afraid I'd get bored. My tongue would go over there. I'd flip it up <laughs> I and know. I'd just Accidentally eat it. swallow your cyanide? Yeah. i grind my teeth too much. I'd be yeah. dead already. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Handle okay. like eggs. Love it. Domino. Uh, Did you catch handle like eggs, uh, Maria? What? The, the bombs are marked handle like eggs. Oh, no, I didn't catch that. It's just something we talk about on here. That's cute. I like, I'm going to start using that. It, uh, it appears again in Living Daylights. Oh, that's nice. Um, how about Largo wearing a double-breasted blazer with no shirt? Pretty great. Matt, did you catch that? It's a good look. It's yeah. a really good look. Oh, I want to just talk real quick about their little scuba outfits. Yes. Um, was When he had the double-breasted blazer with no shirt, was he also wearing his little high-waisted scuba Are you leggings? talking about Bond or Largo? Largo. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. that was a cute look. Well, that's like could be a fashionable female model look, you know, yeah. leggings and a blazer with but, no... Yeah, overall, James Bond scuba, his scuba tard. Yeah, it was the. Oops, it's, I did it again. It's it upsetting. Guitard. It was the same Trigger outfit warning. as Oops, I did it again. Yeah. Have you, you the Britney well, Spears just the fact music that he video? He just doesn't wear the pants, and he. I know we're supposed to recognize him by his legs, but oh, you're I talking know. about in the end, yeah, where his boxers are coming out, but he's got the leotard. Those are over his it. little swim shorts. Yeah, but no one else has the the, the little shorts. They just have long legs. There's uh, a lot of almost um, ball moments where you can almost see his balls. Yeah, a lot of thunderballs. Thunder a lot of thunderballs. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, why this new movie's called that. I what do you think of Felix Leiter in this film? Okay. That's a TV cop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he reminds me of um, Wally for so is... like Beaver's brother does from he, Leave It to Beaver. Does he come up a lot in these movies? Not this actor. Felix. Oh. The character. Oh, is, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the only time this guy played him. But this is actually closest to what Felix Leiter yeah. is in the books. Yeah. He's kind of a tall, good-looking, Hawaiian shirt-wearing CIA yeah. 
kind of I'd, American Bond. What about a Felix Leiter spinoff series? Yeah, people have been, been talk talking about it. Yeah. About it. it would really? Be great. Yeah. With I'd, Jeffrey Wright? That would be amazing. Yeah. David and bleeding chips. Yeah. Yeah, Jeffrey Wright took that role to a whole new level. Well, he's not, you're not going to catch him in a Hawaiian shirt. Such a good actor. No. Yeah. I mean, he's one of my favorite parts about Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. Agreed. And Hunger Games. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Shaft featuring... <laughs> Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson and he plays uh, Peoples Hernandez. Right. Can we talk about when she's okay? Have we gotten to the when he who's scuba diving at the beginning? That's Domino. Yes. Okay, I have a lot to say about the scuba scene. Okay. Number one, she's she's riding a turtle who does not want to be ridden. No. Yes, there are that there's some animal issue. Talk about trigger warning. Yeah. If you think that there are some issues with female representation in this movie, the animals had it worse. <laughs> yes. That okay. when she lets go of that turtle, he gets the hell out of there as quick as and he can. And not to mention the harpooning and shooting sharks. I know. That's real, girl. No. That's yeah. a mass well, that it's all real. Certainly. Do you agree, other man? Yeah, of course. Yeah, they didn't oh give a damn. Gonna, back they're not going to build fake well, then that turtle got... For all we know, they're harpooning those men for real. Oh, God. Oh, that looked bad. But was that turtle trained? No. no I doubt it. I'm it. sure. I, I guarantee it. you they just, yeah. Well, this is, remember when we went on our, uh, we, we, we were in we Hawaii. Can't say. We can't What happened? Yes, we can. We're well, going to get a bill in the mail. <laughs> What happened? We went. We're in Maui. It was one. And we went swimming. We went snorkeling, and along comes a turtle about that size, and we're just. It came right up to us. Well, we came right up to it, but we're swimming around it, and we don't know better, and we're just like marveling at the beauty of this thing. And I went up and just touched its shell. Oh, which are we not got, endangered species. We got back to the beach and saw a sign that said $20,000 fine if you touch these sea turtles. We didn't know. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I just, like, tapped it. Like, just petted it. And, uh, it, it, I mean, to be honest, it did. You, pow- you underwater power it. kissed it. You I power did. petted it. I yeah, you power pet it. that turtle. No, that poor guy. Which anyway, island was this off of? Maui. Yeah. I'm going to try this. But we didn't know, and now we never would, knowing. Don't what. touch it, but you can get... They'll, if you sit still underwater for long enough, they'll come to or you. Or you can just, yeah, I mean, this thing was just, we just swam right up to it. It did, it was just cruising. Well, they're so used to that. It probably yeah. they're just they come, they come up onto the beach, too. Constantly beach yeah. tourists. And then she sneezes underwater. She does? Yeah, that's how she gets her foot caught in the, the right. reef. Because she, she sneezes? Which I didn't even, underwater. yeah, that's what I didn't that understand. I didn't she sneezes that. underwater and her foot gets stuck. Wow. Uh, that doesn't seem connected to me. I know. It Watch was a it. weird, jarring, sneeze. like obvious plot device that they're like. Yeah. When yeah. they when they have lunch right after this. Uh, oh, wonderful! Scene, I love that lunch scene. Yeah. Take a look. This is this is the final gloft. Okay. Take a look at the band behind James oh, Bond. They are not. They are not moving. Oh really? Wait, that's a dinner. Are not you moving? mean at the dinner? Oh yeah. Oh, You're talking about the dinner because I was watching that too because I was looking. <laughs> staring at the band. Not, they're just like literally the guys who are fake playing saxophone are just sitting there like this. Yeah. <laughs> With wow. their mouths on the saxophone. Yeah. And then they do two shots of that. And then when they finally, the band I think is finally instructed to pretend to play, the bass player's really into it. And the saxophone guys are just like, one. Too. Like not even oh. not, not remotely matching what's happening. Maybe they're playing bass. Boom. So Boom. funny. Boom. So look out for that band that is being a horrible extra. Actually, that's not the that's not the last glove. Oh, <laughs> exciting! Wow, wow. 
Um, I really eagle-eyed this on the computer at 4 p.m. on a Friday. I just want to mention, too, how the RAF military uniforms, the British military uniforms, are the closest things to suits that any country has. Like, they're just not that militaristic. They have maybe pockets down below, but otherwise they just feel like kind of wool suits. And Because uh, all their pocketing is done on their vests they throw on probably, the fly. Probably, yeah. Um, okay, so I have a lot of notes talking about underwater bullshit, mm. quote unquote. So I'm going to skip all that. Because Where did they boring. film all those underwater? Because it seemed like that was like weeks of filming in a pool somewhere, right? With all underwater stuntmen. It was actually in the ocean. Saw, yeah. yeah in, no in the Bahamas. way. I'm they just... sure. They probably did some tank stuff, but I, I don't think so. I think wow. it was all, yeah, just a bunch of sea stuntmen. Um, she, uh, Fiona st- prevents the guy. This is now, I'm sorry, jumping back, but Fiona prevents the guy from killing Bond. Why? Yeah, why does she do that? Well, that was what I was going to ask. And who's and killing Bond? Here's my fault. Oh, it's the guy who sees him... See, He sees Bond when they are bringing in the body of the dead real pilot. Oh, right. Okay? And he's got his sniper rifle. But he's... sniper. He's, he's putting on his uh, silencer on, yes. his, on, his, on his pistol. And Bond then takes the phone knocks the guy with the knife because right so i think the other guy's coming to stab him through the window which seems like a weird move but uh, why does volpe kill him are they both working for specter yes and here's why i figured it out by the way everybody. this is when she shoots the car this, with the motorcycle with the rocket sweet motorcycle rocket that she then puts in a lake yeah uh or a man puts into the lake and then bond, she takes off her had helmet. bond been killed then the british secret service would have known that the nuclear weapons were in nassau so why not just tell that other guy not to kill him? Uh, I think she couldn't get to him in time. It's not like they had cell phones. Maybe just drive up the motorcycle next to him and go like abort. Trust me, abort. Oh, hmm. but did easier. Bond know she was? He did know she was back because she had that ring. Right. Yeah, but not until Mustang the Mustang ride. Right. Wait, but yeah. he had not met her before the Mustang ride. Right. Correct. In fact, he doesn't know that that's her in the motorcycle because right. her hair's up in the helmet. Which they... I had a problem with because can you, why, girls who just put their hair up in those helmets yeah. would probably be so uncomfortable because it would just feel like a, your your hair was stuck to your, your thing and then you take off the helmet and then it would all be stuck to your face still. Mm-hmm. But it yeah. never is like that when they take off the helmet. When they take off the helmet, it's always this voluptuous hair. It rolls hair. down like they're in a shampoo commercial. Yeah, it just, it yeah. always makes me feel really uncomfortable. Um, okay, but I, I have a question going back then. At the beginning, when they're in the hell spa, when Bond goes into the guy's room, whose room is he in? The the and that was a question for me too. But that I think that was his friend, his, the other agent. No, that was Count Lippe, right? Who's that? He's the guy there that's kind of overseeing everything. But he Spectre. didn't even know about. He didn't. He hadn't gone to get his his his. Um, he didn't even know what was going on yet when he was at the health spa, did he? No, which is great James Bond, I think. He's just sleuthing. Yeah. yeah. He's just... He's just... He's and, just on to, he smells something fishy and he's on to it. So he's just trying to figure out what's going on there. And so then the guy with the face wrap yep. is also at the health club? He right? is not at the health club until he come... Oh, the original guy is at the health club. Yeah, the original Air Force pilot they're going to replace. But don't you think that's a little? Don't you think that's a little like wow? They just happen to be at the same health club, and then Bond goes to 
to the Bahamas. Yeah, and it's that well, way in Never that, Say Never yeah. Again, too. What's interesting in Never Say Never Again is that uh, Fiona, or the, what's she called in in Never Say Never Again? Fatima Blush. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> wow, good call. Uh, she's keeping Domino's brother plied with heroin. She's addicted him to heroin. Oh, so there's a little bit more of like he's kind of like under her thumb Got in it. many ways. Yeah. And he's at the clinic. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's when yeah, Bond she... throws his urine sample in someone's face. What? That's right. That's a, yeah. it's a classic. See, yeah. I think that, um, uh, what's her name? Not Domino. What's the other one? Fiona Volpe. Fiona Volpe is a really good, I mean, she she's like the mastermind in she's this great. one. She's great. That's why I love her. That's a cool yeah. thing that they did. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that too, but I do wish he had a moment with her after she got shot in the back where she was dying so we could be like, yep. Yeah, now you thought that wasn't quite fair game, but she... Well, I just think anytime anyone uses a woman as a shield... It it's a little upsetting, but it also you know what it was more than anything. It was just kind of anticlimactic mm. her, for her yes, death because they yeah, were screaming or anything. It was just a silent. Well, like, I think you get shot right in the spine in the right spot. Well, I know, but then you, well, where is gonna... the? But it was thrill. Kind of, they were both da- I, I, they were both dancing and they both saw the gun. So it was just, and then I liked that he kind of dipped her, yeah. you yeah. know, and had that happen. But I just maybe a twirl first would have built up this. It's worse than Spy Who Loved Me, right? Doesn't he do that to that innocent woman? That's not right if that does happened. He, I can't remember. Does no. he purposefully no. turn her to shield no. himself? No? no. He wouldn't do he that, wouldn't Matt. Do that. Roger Moore would not do that. He wouldn't do that. That would I be really he naughty. Because he sees the gun. <laughs> that would be naughty. Hold on. Thing. I'm yeah, going to look it up. That would be a bad uh, That's super naughty. I'm pretty sure he does. But yeah, I just felt like there could have been a moment of <laughs> Oh yeah, like a, la- a final. But you know who I liked was that American girl, a British girl that he found at the bar and he said, oh, I'd love to. And she went, you'd love to what? And then they just started dancing. Hold on. Fun oh, fact about that. Who is She's it? in Casino Royale uh, playing poker in the Bahamas. <gasps> She's. I think she actually lived in the Bahamas. That's the thing. That's how she's she, like. She oh. has star quality. That girl. Yeah. yeah she, and because she, that's she didn't all, tell me your wife. That's was all here. NASA, right? Like <laughs> yeah. all that stuff in the. Yeah. With the Aston I feel like she's a friend of the Broccoli's or something like that, and that's why she ended up doing that. I also want to say that I want to start wearing a feather boa. And oh, a mink are you glove. talking about that? That the blue thing. That shawl. No, the shawl she had, which that was like kind of sheer, but then it had like the the feather or not the feather bow, but like the the fur. Oh no, that the was the one that she it. wore over her um, bathing suit. Someone yeah, had a shawl. I loved yeah, that. that was adorable. But no, I'm talking about the literal huge fluffy like feather bow. Who was wearing that? You didn't. Fiona recognize- was right. Fiona when she had the blue dress on at the end with the whole chase through the parade. Oh, I yeah. don't know. I don't. It remember was this it. huge feather bow, and I was like, "Wow, that actually seems kind of warm." But do you think that maybe it was just because <laughs> this is Mardi Gras, so my feather boa will be perfectly in place? When Here, are watch. feather boas appropriate if not Mardi this Gras? This is Spy Who Loved Me, and uh, this is where he's embracing this woman, and a gun comes in. Is she anyone? No, she's okay. So, oh, she does it herself. That's right. Oh, see, that's nice. That's different. Okay, right. Sorry, I was wrong. I just knew there was something like that. But she also... Isn't she not a good person? No, she's... she's it's okay she to shield has some someone sort with your body, wish. man or woman, if they're trying to kill you. I agree. What? It's okay to shield yourself with a body, man or woman, as if they're trying to kill you. And she's also tr- gonna, you know, theoretically lo- let off nuclear bombs. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm no, all she, for she deserves to gender be shot equality in the back. and all. In yeah, all yeah. That's yeah, true. It's yeah. just wrong. Any human shield is not. 
ideal. Well, yeah, right. but this but is a, you know, he's in a dire situation. Evil person yeah, this who's... is a no-brainer because he, A, she's evil, or at least diabolical, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. B, he can't get killed or else he won't help billions of people survive. Like, he needs mm-hmm. to stay alive. Yeah, yeah. I he, get it. I get it. He also <laughs> uh, has already been shot. That's right. Mm, in the oh, leg. I yeah. was wondering, I somehow missed the point where he got shot in the leg, and then when he was you hobbling through smoothies. that parade... I was making smoothies this morning. That was this morning. We watched that. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. the end towards the. Okay, so he's hobbling through that parade. And I kept thinking, and I just see them tracking this red paint. Um, what is this red paint? <laughs> he was painting That's the on. town red. He said, "This is my town." Nassau's mine. <laughs> when Bond goes to Palmyra to like investigate during the middle of the night. There's a rare Bond thing where he drops yes. his Walter PPK off the roof, and you rarely see Bond make a mistake, mm-hmm. yeah. like just fumble or something. He also trips once uh, when he's running across the street. He yes. kind of fumbles as well, which I noticed it. Is that it when took he has back. the shot in the leg though? I don't, I don't, I don't know. But also uh, in the that parade chase scene, and there are were moments in this movie that were kind of gritty that felt a little bit like you know Daniel Craig Bond yeah. style. That's but when Peter he Hunt, man. after he loses them, hot on his tail in the parade and he comes out on his hands and knees through the crowd yes. yeah. I was like that is so not Bond like and crawling crowd, and the people look around like who is this oh. guy yeah. he's got blood and then he kind of like legs. lives and walks Black. really nervous to the club it was just like very not it's um, weird to see Bond a little afraid like you can count on on one hand when bond ever feels that way yeah and I kind of liked it and then also when you pointed out when they really scared spooked him with the shark yeah yeah that Connery scene where the shark comes out they didn't tell Connery about that and he got really pissed he did I didn't know that you mean when he's going from pool to pool yeah and so like the shark's just coming right at him and Uh he has to move to the side yeah why didn't they tell him probably to get a natural reaction or he oh I think they knew he wouldn't do it if they did there was a lot of like uh, well there weren't many unions back then for either animals or people Uh, I will say that my final glove takes place during the parade. There is a clear shot of a dog peeing on the street in the middle of the parade. In the middle of the parade, there's just, I like my eyes clock the dog, and then I just look at the dog's just pissing. So there's a shot in the parade of a dog just pissing. Wow. Margo. It's all right, Margo. He made it out okay. I'd love to go to the Kiss Kiss Club. Yeah. Yeah, that looked like a lot of fun. Kiss yeah. Kiss Bang Bang, yeah. Is that and, there? Is it still there? I don't oh, know it's a real. It, it was a real. I don't know thing. if it I thought it was, was real. a real thing. I don't know. I liked when he put her down at the table and he went, uh, "Mind if she sits down? She's dead. She's just dead. Yeah, yeah. she's just dead." I did like that. <laughs> what little do they know? In a couple minutes, blood's gonna be pouring out of her body. <laughs> oh God! Speaking of PPK, I'll be right back. I'm gonna take a Walter PPK break, everybody. Yeah. Uh, the what do you guys think? I'm going to ask you both. Someone's mm-hmm. at my front door, but I'm ignoring that because my question to you guys Wait, is, someone's at your front door? Yeah. Oh, you can see with yeah, your... the Ring video doorbell tells That's you whenever. Crazy. Uh, use the promo code BOND for the Ring video doorbell. Oh, no. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. <laughs> when Bond beds Fiona Volpe, right? Uh, yeah, when she when he goes, you're wild, you should be in a cage. And she goes, this bed feels like mm-hmm. I am a ca- in a cage. Yes. Then they have that moment afterwards where they're like being like this meant nothing to me this meant nothing to me oh you're james bond you're, i should have known about your ego blah 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 uh-huh. what do you think of that scene do you think I don't even they're just them it's, they're that. like trying to one-up each other with who was fucking who for information mm. <laughs> well they i thought they deserve each other to be honest yeah no i think they were both 
they were both attracted to each other. Yeah. But neither of them are capable of love in this movie. <laughs> and so both of them were doing it. They just wanted the other person to know, like, you know what? This didn't mean anything. And then, like, of course, they'd be like, well, it didn't mean anything to me either. I think that's called a, a hate fuck. <laughs> I agree. Oh, my God. I agree. Is that's that exactly what it is? Called. But I do like her line about James Bond's reputation and how I believe she says something to the effect of uh, you sleep with uh, James Bond and you uh, turn the girls back to the moral side of good mm. like something like that like that's what he was your... she thought yeah, of... yeah, yeah, yeah. oh so they're kind of playing on that expectation that she was going to yeah. turn good and she's like not this one mm, I kind of yeah. yes, see I liked yes. that scene I thought that they had real chemistry that's a good I think that's a very good interplay and the most interplay I think we ever get out of James Bond and a and a woman that he sleeps with that isn't his love interest. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Would look different because I I just feel like it would have given that more. Um, I don't know. I would have been more connected if I if I would have known which girl he was <laughs> he was with at that. Yeah, time. I, I agree, agree that that's confusing because like I when I when I picture them in this movie, I picture the same woman yeah. twice. Yeah, and I then think just one has more red I think, hair. Well, one has a mole. I yeah. think they placed that mole on her, maybe even in post. I, well, I want to talk about... <laughs> Let me see if she I know it's towards mind. the end of the movie. In fact, it's the very end of the movie. But I just want to talk about the nuclear scientist with the heart of gold. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I <laughs> adored that. And then it was... Wait, Domino's such a bitch, though, because she was like, I don't know who he was, but he That's helped me. the funniest thing I was thing like, ever. lady, oh, yeah. he's been probably living like in that same compound with you for years, and you've never know, given him I the time he of was day. Just yeah. like, I think he's just like Spectre's nuclear scientist. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And, like, does he turn... Matt, maybe you know this. Does yeah. he turn because because he realizes that they're not just going to take the ransom money and give the bombs? Yeah, back? I believe so. And the mole is real, by the way. Wow. That's not... Are you sure? But it was probably enhanced. <laughs> <laughs> Enhance. <laughs> um, but I do... That line is so funny to me. I don't know who he is. <laughs> but he helped me. And that one's Domino. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, I like when the guy is going to torture Domino, but he's just going to use ice cubes. Ice cubes ice and a cubes cigarette. Are, yeah. yeah, it was Hot like... Hot cold, scientifically placed. I'd be like, Whoa. What could that mean? It's just ice cubes. Yeah, the ice cubes, they're going to melt. And also, that seems like they would be refreshing for one after the other. Yeah. But maybe they're different places. Like, where do you think he was going to put them? What would be the worst place? Oh, on your teeth? Ice cubes? Ooh. No, oh, yeah, that would, that would be been. bad. Oh, uh, there's a moment in this um, in your eyes, <laughs> yeah, in the in the bridge of the Disco Volante, yeah, at the end of the movie. Best name for anything ever. Uh, where they've jettisoned the cocoon shell, right? Mm-hmm. They've jettisoned the shell. They're now going super fast in this boat, turned into a hydrofoil. Yep, and one of the Disco Volante crew members is bringing up champagne. Yes. yes. Like, he's like the 3 p.m. champagne guy they who's, like, been instructed, 3 p.m., I don't care what's happening, yeah. I want champagne brought to me. <laughs> so, like, they're in the middle of, like, avoiding 70,000 paratroopers and James Bond, and Disco Volante crew member guy just walks up with a bottle of Dom Perignon and a tray and a glass. But it's also cut to, like, so quickly, like it's part of the fight. You yes, just get a flash yes. of it. You get a yeah. flash of champagne guy. Let's I... talk about this fight in there. Okay, so 
Terrence Young directed this. He also directed From Russia with Love and like has one of the best fights in all of Bond history mm-hmm. on board the train. This is another close quarters fight, but it's not nearly as effective. Well, it's because there's so many people involved. I guess, but I think that they're thinking like, well, let's up the ante a little bit. But it just, this, the editing and the speed is a little too frenetic for me. What did well, you guys think? It was going, the boat was going so fast. And yeah. then after the fight was over, no one did anything to turn the boat into like, at one point, someone was like, oh, no, the rocks. But no one cared that yeah. the boat was still going that fast. Well, they were trying to steer it. He would run over there during the fight the and steer it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about like after. Oh. After everyone had finished they tried fighting. To pull the, they tried to slow the boat down, right? He, and said, then he, he, said he jammed the, the controls. He said he jammed the controls. Okay, there's one point after <laughs> they finish fighting where everyone's kind of just standing there asking if everyone's okay. And then they go and do the boat, but the whole time they're going full speed ahead. I'm talking about like 15 seconds maybe, but Oh, like, right after Domino yeah. kills Largo. Yeah. Which yeah. I love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that, that moment. And then she goes, she got that I'm glad he's dead. And he goes, I'm glad <laughs> I killed him. Oh, yeah, I'm glad yeah. I killed him. I don't know who he is, but he helped me. <laughs> well, Bond has a line, I glad I, I'm glad I killed him. And he says something like, so am I, or you're glad. Or, you're glad. Yeah. 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 Um, the, there's some great um, acting that's happening that is by none of the main players in this. Uh the guy who is captaining the cocoon of the boat of the disco volante. Yes. The guy there. Be on the lookout next time. This is not a gloff per se, uh-huh. but just I just want you to observe this gentleman's acting, uh, followed up by his dive to safety. Yeah, I think I noticed this. His acting. He's so broadly. I guess it's all you can do when you're in the middle of a water fight, a water battle. Mm-hmm. But he his his. His pantomiming is so like um, I would describe it as like. Have you ever been on the Great Movie Ride in Disney World? Oh, I think so. What's that? Uh, it was in MGM Studios. It was what's inside that, the, Papa? Uh, <laughs> I've never heard of it. It was inside the uh, Chinese theater uh, that they have at Disney Hollywood Studios. Oh. So in the Great Movie Ride, there'd be a lot of you'd go through a lot of animatronic scenes of like the Tarzan movie, Singing in the Rain, Wizard of oh, Oz. Oh, so cool. But then there'd be two scenes where there were actor, there were Disney cast members uh, performing the role of gangster or ca- robbery cowboy, <laughs> and the way that those, the way that those cast members would act is exactly how this boat captain was acting. Wow. Like he was like a chicken with his head cut off, but like expressing. Sort of like a confidence to the crew that they should keep firing at these <laughs> battleships. That I just can't really put words to it, but just be on the lookout for that. Yeah, I notice when the that part explodes and they're kind of running towards the back. Do He's you just have, kind of like jauntily. Do you have this movie digitally? Let me see. Because if you do, I just want to show. I'd everybody love to see it. Yeah, because this that guy's um, this me- guy's acting is really something. Meanwhile, Matt, I I feel like you're dressed. Thunderball style. You've got a gingham yes. shirt on, like Bond had. And is that the Thunderball watch? Uh, it's the Thunderball band, which is echoed in um, Spectre. It's the same band he. But he has that band in Thunderball, doesn't he? He does. Before yeah. he puts the Brightling on. Oh, the Brightling, the Brightling Geneva, which uh, is, is found at a yard sale. Is that small? The rebreather. The re- is that real? Can you no. get one of those? Because no. that seems real handy the thing that he yeah. just yeah. so much so that the who the u.s military or the cia they came asked, to the yeah. producers and said how'd you do that and they're like we didn't it's <laughs> fake oh and so much so that um 
Here we go. Qui-Gon Jinn used one in the right. Phantom Menace. <laughs> so oh, this guy, this guy right here. Yeah. yeah. He's like every shot. Then he's like, oh, I guess I better join you guys in the water. Oh, I wish I had a boat. <laughs> Look go, at his go like back a perfect couple, dive. Go back a couple shots. But I love the PT boat coming at them like John F. Kennedy and yeah. PT-109. Like it's just like. Oh, I like when it... this guy is now the captain. Like, I feel like he's excited with his new responsibilities. Yes. Oh no, short-lived. <laughs> short-lived. Uh, or I no, like I guess how it came apart like that. Is that yeah, a real that thing cool. that that can do? I, they built there it for is, this. There he is. Look yeah, you, you got this. I bet he's a real yeah, sea captain right. and he doesn't know there, how to act. There, Come on, there. yeah. yeah. Weapon. He's just at the helm. He's just pointing and yelling. Right in the line of fire. That's hilarious. Go, come on, somebody. <laughs> like he's like out of things to do. Did you notice this this edition too has streaks down the middle, like the the copy of this film, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. See those? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, he's like, Look oh, better go. Oh, better go. <laughs> Up to last man on. Oh, I'm the captain. He belly flop. <laughs> Will you go to the part right after the fight? I want you to see that no one cares that they're still going full speed ahead. It's right at the end of this scene. See that? Oops, I did it again. Outfit. Yeah, that's it, the it same outfit he, she wears in the music video. Yeah. Uh, that is the oops, I did it again. I yeah, know. I know this is. because of the Britney Spears slot machine. <laughs> <laughs> I like the music. I like the score. Yeah, of this the movie. score is great. Those legs. He's shot. I know. Those legs. So hairy. Put them yeah. away. I love. I love this. I love that she gets. I to like do her it. little jumper. Yeah, and then he yeah, gets to see it. Cute. She gets okay, the satisfaction look. that he never got. That Bond never got from Volpe. Okay, now look how fast they're still going, and look how no one cares. Right. Look. Who's he? Look it. I don't know, but he helped me. <laughs> They're heading right towards the rocks. Yeah, yeah finally. But Maria's right. That is that is a lengthy period of time to sort of like catch your breath. <laughs> as but they also do kind of pause here a little bit. Can oh, you well. imagine? I love how they the guy says he can't swim, and they just send him out with the thing. But oh man, I know I'm repeating myself here, but if. If you haven't heard the last Thunderball episode, this explosion was so big in the filmmaking that it like blew out windows all over the Bahamas or NASA or something. Wow. Yeah. Turn your monitor off, bro. Oh, thanks, bro. <laughs> well, uh, oh. it kind of ends abruptly, too, with them yeah. getting sucked up with the Yeah, uh, and then they really linger lift. on her reactions, being like, what are you doing? What's that? What <laughs> are, you're hooking yeah. yourself up? Where are you going to go? And I thought he just wanted to cuddle at the end. Because like, he like sets them all up in their little raft, and then he like scoots into her, and I thought mm. they were just cuddling. But then I realized that they had to be close to each other to be lifted away. But um, I thought that was a nice little moment. Yeah. I love when he kills Vargas. Doesn't... um. This is three movies in a row, at least, where he ends up in the water with the Bond girl. Because isn't he in a raft with Pussy uh, From Russia with Love, he's in a raft. Uh, no, they're Pussy, in a boat. Pussy... Wait, what? From Russia with Love. No, it's a hotel. No, isn't from Russia... Oh, I'm sorry. Ends up. Yeah. Goldfinger. The ending of From Russia with Love with the boat chase. Oh, they are in a boat at the yes. end. They're in a That's what gondola. I'm talking about. Yeah. <gasps> And Dr. No? What is Dr. No? Dr. Boat might as well be called, right? Because of <laughs> all the boats. Right, all of Connery's. Diamonds are forever. Boat. They're on a cruise ship. Holy shit. <laughs> Every Connery movie ends at sea. Well, except, except for um, Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Because they're 
on land. They get they, he covers them in a parachute so they can bone. But they aren't they on land they're in on a raft, land, yeah, or something. No, they're not in a raft on land, are they? Yeah, lovers, not experts. That yeah. thing, that thing's real though, where the the plane goes by yeah. and picks yeah. people up like yeah. that. How does it work again? It just has these it's big catchers the, yeah. in the front, and it gra- like they inflate a balloon that has a cord, mm. <laughs> and the cargo plane catches the cord and cuts the balloon away, and then yanks the people along with them. And I then, don't know how they reel them in though. Uh, maybe don't they you know. think that that thing just starts turning? Maybe that's what I would do wow. if I was if I was wow. a designer. But what kind of like jerk do you get from that? That can't be good. Well, for the listen, bones. Batman does it in the Dark Knight. Why don't they just yeah. pick him up with a boat? Great question. There's lots of boats out there. I think he yeah. just wants to really seal he the deal. He wants to with fly. Yeah. Yeah. He, really yeah. wants he wants to, to do. Because they haven't yeah. had uh, relations yet. Uh, they did. They did on they the did. beach, right? Oh, when they go underwater oh, and yeah. all those bubbles oh, come yeah, up. Oh, yeah, that That's was weird. crazy. I don't yeah. think that, I honestly think they probably just like touched each other for a while. I don't think they had full on relations. But maybe up on the beach. And then how Oh, no, because they show them walking up. They're yeah. walking up and she gets stung. Well, like, it's probably best because it is weird for him to bone down with Domino and then go, by the way, your brother's dead. Yes. Well, but we know that he doesn't have much tact, you know? That's true. We saw that when he swooped that other woman at the wellness spa. Yeah. <laughs> his hand. Yeah, I did not. Can you imagine looking at x-rays, the doctor coming up behind you and just putting his arm on you? Oh, God. The last thing I want to mention very quickly here is just as we're approaching the end of the movie, there's a moment that I find very enjoyable in uh, nearly every James Bond movie. And it's the moment where James Bond is speaking to the villain of the movie. Uh-huh. And it's usually in the first third or, or middle of the movie where there's a little bit of humanity that is expressed by the villain. Yeah. And in this movie, it's the moment where Bond is asking how fast his boat goes. Mm. And, like, there's a crack in uh, in Largo where he just starts to, like, have a... Like, his eyes light up. Ooh, and he starts man. to... Oh, he's like, he, like, starts talking about his boat. And, oh, we can go nearly 20 knots. Yeah. Like, nice. He has a couple of those. Like, I like that he, he goes, uh, will you dance with Domino? Like, will you... You have my woman for the night because I'm busy. Like he's yeah, still a I gentleman. Yeah. There's yeah. There's like there's like this weird like and the shotgun comment. It's is so interesting. Great. It's interesting, and I, it's a. I think it's an inadvertent character thing that happens in James Bond movies where the similarities between us, the supervillain and James Bond, are usually deeper than surface level. Yeah. Like they're just like there, but for the grace of God, go right. Bond. Right. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so like there's, there's like this, there's always this little crack of humanity that happens between the villain and Bond. And, uh, I always just, I always like enjoy the moment. And I always think to myself, like, what if, what if the villain was just like, you know what, this is, you know what, we're just having a, I'm got forget it here. The bombs are over here. You and I. We Dr. No gets now. close to we that. Are buds I feel like Dr. No gets actually gets his feelings hurt when Bond doesn't join him. Like, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And then like in Goldfinger, for instance, um, you know, there's that whole moment of um there's a little bit of humanity in, in the golfing scene. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yeah. And then and Silva, well, they too, all in share yeah. interests. They all are men who like to indulge and in, yeah, you know, like fancy too. clothes and champagne and women and yeah. but it's a, yeah, yeah, it's always like but this movie, I think this movie for me, I think, is the most it's the it's the biggest swing towards normalcy that I've seen from a villain. Wow. Where he's talking about his boat. Well let's let's rank it. And did this come up in your esteem at all, Matt? 
regardless of what score you give it, was yeah. it better than you remembered or worse than you remembered? It was better than I. Uh, Me too. Better than I remembered. The plot was clearer than I remembered. Um, and you know this this goes up. My rating is going to go up a point based on how I watched the movie, which was scrubbing through the boring parts. Mm. So I want you all to be aware of that when we grade my when I give my rating. I have to do that with Singing in the Rain when they go when the Broadway melody starts. I just fast forward that. Mm. So you never got to see the the full size Singing in the Rain animatronic at Disney. No, I've never been to Disney World. Oh my god! So maybe wow. maybe if we could start a like a GoFundMe or like a James Bond send Maria to Disney. We World? should because we talked about this very thing. We go to Epcot yep. and we do a bond. We talk about and we go to every national restaurant <gasps> oh and talk gosh. about what Bond did in those countries. <gasps> yes. That would be so yeah. much fun. We gotta do that. That's our write off. That That's would our be tax so great. Epcot and we can do in the meantime. We can do big ones. Like we can we can cross. <sighs> over once in a while but we'll do big ones in each country mm. seeing you know w- what people in that country might do if oh and one. also in on some of the rides you know like that um what's the roller coaster the aerosmith coaster yeah rock and roller coaster yeah, well, you're, isn't that Presented the one where you're Haynes? like trying to Is get your, somewhere your big dilemma whether or not you should even go on that <laughs> yeah that, i love that coaster but the dilemma you're trying to get to the show you're in la traffic that's yes. like the premise right yeah so it's oh, like wow. what do you do do you hop out and do you walk or that's a huge life world? dilemma hell yeah girl we just went that's right i've, I've been never twice. been oh no i've, I've been three been. times i'd love to twice. be sent there i just yeah. went yeah, I've well, been a lot. My someone started GoFundMe and... Uh, How no, much money do you think we need to get? Well, you've got a wife, I've got a boyfriend. Yeah. One, two, three, four, six. six. I will tell you that Dory and I, our trip costs... I mean, do you count plane tickets? Yeah, yeah. that's how yeah. you get there. It was probably over $5,000. I believe what? it. It's yeah. Disney that World's expensive. expensive. Yeah. What? Just the tickets, just the Oof. park hopping tickets were probably... Oh, we got free because I used to work there. Probably like a at Disney World. Bucks. Uh-huh. Yeah. When did you work at Disney World? Well, I worked at Disneyland. So you get into oh, all right. the parks free. So we still have hookups. So we didn't pay to get into Universal. But what either. about the hotel? But that was because of a podcast listener got us in free. Yeah. The Universal. I have to say, there's the there's this great YouTube channel. I'm going to plug it right now. I, it's called Jake Logan. It's called Logan Paul. Uh-huh. Uh, he does these great <laughs> tourist videos. Um, now, um, Logan Jake Jake. It's called Expedition Theme Park. Oh. Or excavation theme park. Expedition. Excavation. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's like a it's sort of like a history of uh. theme park stuff. But he did a twenty minute. There's a twenty minute sort of documentary this guy made, and he used to be a Disney employee about the Bill and Ted show. That happened at Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, this oh. is through the years that got oh. canned because they were saying things like that's the LA one. That's the LA one. This is the this is the um, this I'm is done. the Florida one. Okay, but it was actually I've never I had never seen that show. I'd never mm. been to that park during Halloween. It was so fascinating and really well done. Anyway, yeah, just that, a shout I, out I to love that. That theme park uh, like like travel shows. Oh, like no. I love when they go to each hotel at Disney World mm. on like the Travel Channel. Don't get me started on the stunt shows, man. Oh man, oh man. <laughs> you know, Matt, what, what do you think? How do you think someone would get to experience what a poster might look like for a stunt show at Six Flags well, or Live and Let Die? How, how how would someone see what that might be like? All I have to do is go to mattgorley.com, and right there on the front page is a link to the Red Bubble page where you can buy. 
a Live and Let Die Stunt Spectacular poster. And I wow. think I've got my idea for my next one. This is amazing. And it's a high quality piece you're getting. Matt, you're the best. It's beautifully drawn. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just head over there. Uh, MattGorley.com. That's where you can find the link to really just just imagine what it would be like to see a Live and Let Die Stunt Spectacular. I'm show. looking at it right now and i can't believe my eyes it's amazing you were here when i was doing it i know and the whole time i went i can't i can't believe it I <laughs> did you go it. what is he even doing well i didn't even know it was going to turn out that shiny well this is this is the uh That's he the went through a number finish. of uh, yeah. of, of printing uh i love attempts. it all no it, it's nice here's the here's the underrated part of this uh poster uh-huh. and i and 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 allow me to say matt the, the artwork's beautiful well done but the underrated part of the poster is where it says live action. Yeah. With a little explosion. Starburst. Live action. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. And yeah. there's a hidden Margo in there, too. There is a yeah. hidden Margo. I will not ruin it again. <laughs> um, also, right. if you want some more Bond merchandise, you can go to podswag.com slash Bond. Is it Bond or Bonding? Try one of them. Anyway, we've got new posters up there, signed posters. Uh, there's also available uh, the Knickknack Tabasco T-shirt, hot off the presses. It's so good. And also the Pigeon Double Take and Kananga Balloon shirt, yep. still available. A few more Pigeon Double Takes left for some reason. And before we get to our reviews, someone sent us something, Matt. At Dear Matt, Matt and Emily, enclosed are two unusual James Bond books that needed a new home, and I could think of no better place than the James Bonding archives. Thanks for the hours of entertainment, Mitchell B., all right, this is a Tomorrow Never Dies novelization for you by oh, Raymond Benson. my God. And a Die Another Day novelization for me. Oh I'm really God. the loser in all of this, but uh, you've really got something. Oh, this is amazing. Thank you, Mitchell. I'm very excited. Yeah. Bond had spotted Stamper earlier in the evening. Oh, no. The man exuded menace. And an aura that suggested mental inability, instability, rather. <laughs> inability. Did right. Ian Fleming live like Bond? Did he live a very luxurious lifestyle? Yes, he tried. He was just as uh, he was more misogynistic and racist than Bond. He would go live uh, the winter at his estate called Goldeneye in Jamaica, and that's every year he'd write one new book, and he would go like skin diving, and in his words, get a sunburn. And then write on his golden typewriter. Oh, wow. I, what a life. And he had this social set there that, that this British group of people that he would hang out with. Like a bunch of expats who had like been in the war together. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe they were on the run or something. But like Ivar, Bryce, and all these kind of like socialites. And they would all drink. And he would smoke something like 60 or 70 cigarettes a day and drink like a bottle of vodka a day. How, when did he die? How old was he? 54, 56, something well, like that. Well, yeah. you live fast. He you was die hard. only 56 years old when he died. Maybe I'm wrong. Let me check. I feel like he was in his 60s. Matt's not giving Ian Fleming. And then he would live in London the other time? Yeah. And he, what kind of house did he have there? I'm not sure. He also had some complicated marriage where he didn't really love his wife. He had a mistress. And... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's oh, no. imagining he was, herself as the wife. Yeah, the oh, man no, that Ian, writes no. James Bond has a complicated yeah. relationship. He was 56. He died wow. at 56. Wow. And he could have. He called it Goldeneye before the the book, or yeah, it was based on a mission that he spearheaded in World War II with the naval intelligence. Wow. I think now. Mm. Matt, he, what year did he pass away? 67? 64. Oh, oh sorry. Wow. 64. So he got to see Goldfinger. He got to go on the set of Goldfinger. He never saw the movie. Uh, he died before it came out, I believe. Wow. So, yeah. And he was 50, 
57, Six. 56. Yeah. So there's a theoretically had he just had he had he not succumbed to the heart disease or the hard drinking or the hard living, he could have made it. I mean, he really could have been around for Dalton. He could have been around theoretically. That long. Yeah. He died on his son's 12th birthday. Oh, no. Oh, he probably wasn't what there, What is Ian though? Fleming Jr. up to? His, his last recorded words were an apology to the ambulance drivers for having inconvenienced them, saying, I'm sorry to trouble you, chaps. I don't know how you get along so fast with the traffic on the road these days. Fleming wow. was buried in the churchyard of Sevenhampton near Swindon. Oh, mm. near uh, where the um, paper yeah. place is. Yeah, Swindon office. Branch. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Wow. And one more question. These were like pulp books when he wrote them. They weren't well-regarded books. Well, they were. Yeah. They were pulpy, but Kennedy was the one that like really brought them into fashion cuz he read From Russia with Love and in some interview said like this is the book on my nightstand. I'm really enjoying. And so that really and that really put wind in Fleming's sails too. There's something about where he wrote or said something like, "Wow, that's exciting." Mm. That Kennedy was reading his book. Yeah. Yeah. A fellow, a fellow World War Two man. Yeah, but a lot of like literary people frowned on it because it was considered vulgar, and also no. the prose is really just like short and terse and like not. Yeah, it's very also literary. like um, you know, I find them not easy to read. Really, I, I find, find them, them super very, easy. Very, I find it so. I find it staggered. Like I find the um, the sentences. Sometimes to be too blunt, staccato. Yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah. it's just it just feels it's rough. Mm. Oh, I like it. It's perfect for someone with like attention disorders like me, where it's mm. just like real he's clear. the Michael Connolly of his day. Everybody, mm. tune in to Bosch <laughs> on Amazon. <laughs> we did, and then didn't. Oh, you didn't like it? Well, we didn't. Oh, hate we liked it. it. But we, we just, just didn't. I thought I it. accurately yeah. described it as saying it's the worst written dialogue you've ever heard on a cop show, but it's the I think it's the show that Los Angeles is best portrayed. Maybe mm. we should give it another shot because I yeah. read one of those books. I really liked it. Yeah, I really... Yeah, I really liked... Uh, did you do one episode of the first no, season? No, we did a couple. couple. Yeah, we yeah. got maybe two in, two or three. That's yeah. interesting to me. I really enjoy... I describe it as uh, just the best show for divorced dads. Like, it just seems like mm. something a divorced dad yeah. would be really into. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like something we'd like. Divorced dad Sounds like you cinema. leave me and then I can enjoy this show. Yeah. yeah, you need a kid first, though. You need to be real sad about right. it. Right. Uh, okay, right, guys, let's rate, let's rate, the, let's rate I'm, Thunderball. This is tough. So 00 to 007, 007 mm-hmm. being best. Wow, this is a tough one. Do we have what I gave Goldfinger? I want to say you gave it like a 005. Yeah, something. maybe a 004. That high, huh? I don't know. Maybe I gave it a 004. I don't remember. I would give this a 005 and a half. Wow. Wow, wow great. Okay. Um, I'm going to do a 0045. Okay, that is that is a great rating. So great, in fact, that I agree. Wow. Okay, okay. Really, you're double, going that high. I'm not even going that. I'm high. going a double really? four point five again. Remember, this is skewed up oh, one right. point. So it's really a double o three. It's really a double o three and a half movie. But That's right. If you're scrubbing, solidly in the middle. If you're scrubbing, it's a four point five. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen a lot of the other ones. So then, in the in you know, double o seven is obviously Casino Royale. That this is, you know, I've only seen what like three others or whatever. Wait, so can we just do a quick little diversion here? I'm gonna throw a title at you that you haven't seen, each of you separately, and you tell me what you think the plot of this is. Okay, okay Maria, the spy who loved me. 
okay, it's about a guy uh, named James Bond, and he You're right um, so far. <laughs> and, um, uh, it's about the spy who loved me. Okay, it's about a woman spy. He's after this woman spy who was who was wrongfully scorned by a scorned. by um, by a, a, a like a, a another Russian spy, and now she's after someone. Basically, it's about a woman a woman hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Wow. Oh, like a spy wow. on a revenge. Kit? Yeah, am Ooh. I right? No, but that sounds pretty good. Shall okay. we tell her what it's about? Oh, good luck. I can tell you very quickly. Uh, it's about a uh, it's about guy with a big minutes. boat that steals two nuclear submarines in an attempt to start World War Three. Yeah. Same and what about the spy who loved me? Well, there is a female spy. It, oh, You're she's a Russian spy. She's, she's like a... the um, Russian counterpart of James yeah. Bond. But wow. Bond kills her fiance so at the beginning of the movie. She has to work with him, but also hate him, but then fall in love. Oh, with Oh yes, him. yes, yes. And the marry classic. Ringo. It's a whole thing. The yeah. classic. Yeah. All right, Amanda. Let's say, um, how about Diamonds Are Forever? Have you mm. seen that one? Mm, I don't know if I have. Okay. Well, I think it's about a criminal mastermind who wants to... Yeah, she's um, closing her eyes like she's channeling. No, it. I'm like, I'm, um, I'm, I'm with her. I'm has, like watching her formulate. Who has a headquarters in the Arctic, um, who wants to melt all the polar ice caps... Um, so to turn the world into a water world and then (laughs) James Bond comes, um, and he has to kidnap a billionaire's wife to help him. And what about diamonds? Well, ice. Oh, nice. Okay. That's interesting. That's where I got that. Maria Moonraker. Okay. Well, I know this takes place in space. That's all you need to say. This movie, the title or the plot of this movie is this movie it's takes place It's that they in have space. to rake the moon's surface to get uh, the gold nuggets out of it. <laughs> and then they have to get it before the other, the, the Chinese or the Russians and their space program does it. Amanda, for your eyes only. A one-eyed woman <laughs> must come to terms with the death of her father. No, it's oh. a James Bond movie. <laughs> Wait, what she's is that? Talking, it just sounds like an indie movie. Well, hang on. But that's like right. She's, cross... So far, she's correct. Oh, my God. Not the one-eyed um, part, but her father's killed. Her father is killed, so she must team up with James Bond, a paid British assassin, to find the men who did it. Okay, uh, Maria Octopussy. Uh, okay, uh, um, uh, James, I'm going to try to do what Amanda does. James, James, James Bond, uh, get, can you tell me where it takes place? No. James Bond, um, is a, something with submarines. So he gets into a submarine. <laughs> He can't get out. Okay. And then he a big. <laughs> that's a that's a couple of Bond movies. That's actually Spy Who Loved Me. And then uh, the octopusy is the girl, and she um she she saves him. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah. All right, Matt. What's next for us? Very impressed. What are we watching next time? Uh, well, you know, I I think it's time to uh, get a little frivolity. Oh, you know, I think it's time to. Go to a lighter bond. Uh, I'm talking about Roger Moore, of course. And that is 100% correct. We are we're going to have our own stunt spectacular. We're going to watch Live and Let Die. That's exciting. I That's watched a fun this one? recently. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. You watched it recently? Not too long Should ago. Should we not do it? Then? No. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, last summer we did an outdoor screening, remember? 
I wasn't you here. Were, I was, you were invited. You just I, no, I wasn't here. here. I was yeah. one of 9,000 places I was. Yeah. All okay. right. So, girls, tell us about the big ones and how this is a crossover spectacular. If you listened last week, you already know what this is. But why is this the podcast people should be running, not walking to? And that's my endorsement. Wow. Well, if you like Bond, you like moral ambiguity. <laughs> And so, <laughs> if you true. like moral ambiguity, you'll love the big one. The big one. Where every week we dissect moral topics from historical dilemmas to, to relationship, relationship problems, problems to brain busting moral choices. But it's more than that. You actually go into like almost dramatic reenactments where you yes. play characters. Who are some of the guests that have been on this show? Paul F. Tompkins has been on this show. Matt Gorley. Taryn yeah. Killam. John Myra. Early. Kate Berlant. Um, uh, uh, Melissa Stetton and Martin Garrow, mm-hmm. Angela Trimber, Stephanie Allen, Mark McConville, Mark McConville, uh, and much, much, much more. more. But yeah, it's really <laughs> fun. And um, we also go through and answer listener mail and we'll get into, you know, every day I have a moral dilemma. Yeah, it's right. just a fun thing so to do. You. you you know, you know how you sit at a dinner party um got you know hopefully you get invited to some and you sit there and someone says uh, you know would you would you you know put your baby in a in a basket and send it off to see if you could save a million people or would you shrink your sweetheart six inches for six million dollars that's one of my favorites without or, consent yeah or would you um would you put um would you if you dropped a pair of tongs on the floor at whole foods would you put it back in the in the uh, no. sample basket well, what if you were in a hurry what if you your car was on fire Never. yes so Never. it's we we take these and we talk about them with our guest and we really get into it and sometimes we do little reenactments to try and get into the heads of our is characters. shoplifting wrong my yeah. my wife often points out that i will uh go to great lengths to not inconvenience strangers mm. interesting yes. I, i'm that way That's, as well yeah even yeah. if it means helping them sometimes more so yeah. than the people i know and should care about 100 oh, yeah. yeah yes i this comes up a lot mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. see something say something that well, yeah, we, doing nothing is often morally wrong mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah this is this is this is i can't wait guys yeah it's, fun. it's a lot of fun and so uh yeah we uh check us out on wherever you find your podcast and, and the so last we've episode already... of this podcast will have been one. Oh, oh there'll be a link yeah. in the uh yeah. in the description wow what so a listen treat. to that and listen to this and listen to that and listen to this <laughs> well thank you guys so much <laughs> where can people find you if you care about that sort of thing oh i care uh, <laughs> no, you can find me at M underscore Blasucci, B-L-A-S-U-C-C-I on Twitter and on Instagram. And I'm at Amanda Fun Buns wherever you find Fun Buns. And um, bakery. follow at the Big Ones pod on Twitter. On Twitter because we post a lot of um, fun dilemmas on there too. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks. Thanks, so guys. Much for joining Thank us again. Thank you. Matt. James Bonding. Will return. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Chris Bannon, and Colin Anderson. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. 
Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.